What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your host, the one and only Maya, back with a new episode for you on the Just Me and God podcast. But we're here to talk about our walk with God, the good, the tough, the ugly, the real. Before we get into it today, make sure that you are following us on all social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at underscore, underscore, just me and God. That is at underscore, underscore, just me and God. Before we get into today's episode, I want you to share this episode with one to two people that you feel will be encouraged and motivated and just to get the word out there because you don't want to keep all this good stuff to yourself now. Make sure that you share it with other people so that they can learn, they can grow, and they can be encouraged as they either begin their walk with God or while they're on their walk with God. So let's get right into it with today's episode. So today's episode is called, Am I Disappointing God? And this kind of came from the way I've been feeling over the past like week or so. I've just kind of been feeling like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I'm not where I'm supposed to be with my walk with God, right? And like this is all mental. Like I'm just really like beating myself up and I'm feeling super down. And I realized like it was causing me to like wait longer before I would dive into my Bible or my devotional times. Or sometimes I'd like have these thoughts like, oh, maybe I just don't need to read the Bible tonight kind of thing, right? And it's like, whoa, like, whoa, don't do that because that's the enemy trying to work in your mind and trying to make you divert back, right? And we're always trying to be progressing and moving forward. And so I had to really just kind of like sit with these feelings and take it to God. And I realized that I was feeling like I was disappointing God because I've always struggled with this thing called perfectionism. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who struggles with this, right? We always think that we have to be this perfect person. And it's like, there's nobody that's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Only God is perfect. That's it. (laughs) And I'm not God. I can't be God. Right. And so I had to really like realize like, okay, this is perfectionism and I have to shake this feeling away. And so, you know, I like to Google and search things, right? Like what is perfectionism? A lot of us will say, yeah, like it just means to want to be perfect. Like, Now, let's listen to the actual definition of perfectionism, the best definition. It says, the tendency to demand of others or of one's self an extremely high or even flawless level of performance, in excess of what is required by the situation. And so when I compare that to like my walk with God, it's like, wow, I am trying to be this flawless Christian woman and I'm trying to do more than what God is requiring of me in this season. Like I'm trying to be at a level that I'm not even capable of being at right now in this season when I just basically like I'm fresh in this walk with God, right? And so, you know, that perfectionist thing is something that we all struggle with. And it's like, I know that there is a Bible scripture out there that makes everyone feel like they have to be this perfect being. And that scripture comes from Matthew 5.48. And it reads, Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. And I feel like a lot of Christians take that and they don't try to understand what that means because nobody can be perfect. I mean, there's even a Bible scripture that tells you that nobody can be perfect. And we'll get into that too. But a lot of times we see that scripture and we don't try to understand what it's saying. So, you know me, I had to search it and Google it because... What is Bible study if you're not learning something new, right? You have to really study some of these verses. And sometimes I don't understand what they say, right? And I always ask God to reveal to me and to teach me and help me to understand, you know, help me to have more insight and knowledge and wisdom in the things that I'm reading. 
And I also still have to search things, right, to have a better understanding of it. So I had to search, what does Matthew 5.48 mean? Like, what does it mean? And what I got out of it is that when it tells us to be perfect, it's telling us to be fulfilled and to be complete in Christ, right? And I was like, okay, so what, what does that mean? Like, what does it mean to be fulfilled and complete in Christ, right? And I had to search that because, again, when you're studying the Bible, you always don't hesitate to search things, but you also need to have the discernment to know what is biblical and what is just not, right? And so I had to search, what does it mean to be complete in Christ? It means to know that Christ is all that you need. It means to believe that Jesus Christ is, is the savior to believe that he died and resurrected again to believe in him and know that God sent him so that our sins could be forgiven he was sacrificed for us and he was resurrected again to be with his father once you believe in that once you know that Christ is all that you need you have achieved that perfection in Christ right like that, that's about as far as the perfection is going to go. This it, it doesn't say anything about doing things a certain way, being absolutely perfect in your righteousness and your holiness. The best thing you can do is strive to be perfect in holiness, strive to be holier, strive to be more righteous, but you can never be perfect. Like there's nobody that is perfect. And I mean, even the Bible says that in Romans 3.23, it says... For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And, like, that's everybody. Everybody has that one thing that they struggle with. Everybody has that one thing that is just hard for them to, to deal with, right? And that doesn't mean that you're not a Christian. That doesn't mean that you don't love God because you have something that you're struggling with. But what you need to do is take that thing that you're struggling with and take it up to God and allow him to help you get through that, to help you to work on that, right? That's where his glory comes from. And so it's like, for me, for example, my flaw is patience. I am, I can be very impatient. Um, and like, yeah, I'm a lot more patient now than I was in the past before I even started on this walk with God. But I'm telling you, that is the one thing that I struggle with on a regular basis. And I'm always taking it up to God. I'm always asking him for help with that because I want to be somebody who produces the fruit of the spirit and being and patience is a fruit of the spirit. Um, and so like, even for example, today, right, I was going to run some errands and I got in the car and as I hit the highway, I was like, all right, Lord, please be with me, you know, protect me and help me to be somebody who produces the fruit of the spirit help me to just be good today. Like, right. Not even so much to be good, just to be, who you have called me to be today. And of course, you know, when you're in the car and you're driving, that's when you really, that patience gets tested. And I didn't do too good today. <laughs> I mean, in this one moment, let's say that. Because after this one moment, I just, I had to just simmer down, right? And so what happened was I was driving and there's this lady and she was driving so slow in front of me on the highway, y'all. Like, literally, my car said 40 miles per hour. And I was like, yo, what is going on? Like, this woman is going so slow. And then she's going mad slow as I'm trying to get to my exit. Like, I'm right there, you know, kind of thing. And I was just, 
oh, it was so upsetting. And I remember I just laid on my horn. I honked the horn and, you know, the car moved out of the way and I was able to get by and get to the light so that I could turn. And as I was waiting at the light to turn, their car pulled up to the light, but they were going in the opposite direction. And I remember I looked over and it was an older woman, right? And y'all, I felt so guilty. Like I felt so bad about laying my horn on this woman because she just looked like she was just trying to get to her location without missing the way. Like that's literally what it looked like to me. And she was just going about her day. And here I am being impatient, laying my horn and just like ruining her mood. Like I felt so bad. And I remember thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, if this was my grandparent, like I would be so upset if they came home to tell me like, oh my gosh, this girl was laying her horn on me because I was trying to find my way, you know, kind of thing. Like that was a very impatient moment. And I had to just ask God to forgive me. Like I literally was like, Lord, I'm so sorry. I should have never did that. Like, please forgive me and help me help me work through this patience thing today. And like, he really helped me out with being patient throughout the rest of my time out of the house. Right. And so I just shared that because like, I feel like a lot of people see that scripture, you know, Romans three twenty three for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And they feel like, Oh, I'm not a sinner. Like I'm not a sinner. I'm this perfect person. Like, no, nobody's perfect. There's always that one thing that we all struggle with. There's always something that we have, we have a flaw in and there's, and that's where God wants to do his work, right? He's constantly working on us. Nobody is perfect. Like nobody's perfect. If you were perfect, then you wouldn't still be here. That means that you've achieved everything that God has sent you to do. So why are you still on this earth? Right? So, you know, we really have to learn to be easy on ourselves. We have to learn to be more patient with ourselves too, right? It's like, I'm not patient with myself and that's where this perfectionism thing is a problem, right? And so I really have to shake that off. But diving into word into the word and knowing that, you know, all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. That doesn't mean that I don't love God. That doesn't mean that God doesn't love me. That doesn't mean that I'm not a Christian striving to be righteous and holy, right? Um and honestly, like you learn from your mistakes in life, right? And so we'll get into that too. But another scripture that really spoke to me as I was trying to study and understand more of this feeling that I was feeling, this feeling of feeling like I'm letting God down and disappointing him, Romans 15 verses 7. And it says, accept one another then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. And so this, what I'm focusing on with this verse is just as Christ accepted you. Like, Christ really accepted me. Flaws and all. When I came running to him. When I asked him to help me to come into my life and just help me to be who he has called me to be. I was so flawed. And like I said, I'm still not perfect. I still have my flaws, right? Um, One thing that... I remember before I took God seriously, I used to shy away from being in the church or doing any work for God or trying to serve, right? Because I felt like I had to be this like perfect person. I had to have it all together and this, that, and the third. And it was like, no, God wants you to come as you are, right? He wants you to come with those flaws. And like when I started serving, I wasn't perfect. There were things that I was doing that I shouldn't have been doing at all. And God convicted me. 
and and that's what caused me to let those things go. That's what caused me to pull closer to God, right? So it's like you can't run away from getting close to God because you feel like you have to be this perfect person. That's a trick of the enemy. God doesn't want us perfect. It takes away from his glory. It takes away from his opportunity to do his good work in our lives, right? Um, Romans 8, 28, this is one of my favorite scriptures because I pray this over myself all the time. Um, Every day I pray, Lord, help me to be who you have called me to be. Help me to walk in my purpose. And Romans 8, 28 says, "And, and in all things, God works together for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose, right? Once you have accepted Christ and once you have called on God and told him that you need him there in your life to help you, once he places you on that path towards the destiny and purpose that he has placed upon your life, he will turn things around for your good. He will work things out for your good, right? And it's like those flaws and those things that you have, those things that try to like make you feel that you're not worthy of God's love, you're not worthy to call yourself a child of God. It's like those are the things that God wants to work on. Those are the things that bring him glory right those are the things that bring him the praise that he deserves because when we think back after he's delivered us from those things it's like oh god i praise you i thank you because you have brought me so far right you have taken me out of this and brought me into this right and so even like this even like this morning when i had that situation where the you know me being impatient and laying the horn, like that was still a moment where I praised God. He says like, thank you, God, because you really helped me to realize like, I can't be this way, right? I can't be like this, right? Um, And I thanked him and I praised him because I knew that he forgave me. And I knew that I didn't have to hold that feeling of guilt or shame upon my head, feeling bad about what I just did to this woman. And it was just like, it was a great, it, I, I mean, my feelings changed completely. Like I went from feeling super down about it in the moment to, okay, it, I left it in God's hands and I moved forward. And so I just gave him the praise, right? And so I feel like we just really have to know and trust that God is working things together for our good. He is working on those flaws that we have. Remember, he accepted us as we were and nobody's perfect. We've all fallen short, right? But it gives him the opportunity to work his glory, right? It brings out his glory when he's able to transform us and renew our minds, right? When he's able to change our lives, that's where God's glory, that's where his power comes from, right? Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. So there you have it. Like that weakness, that flaw, the the ability for God to work that together for our good, for him to work on that, to transform that, to mold that, to change that, it shows his power. That's where his power is. That's where his glory is, right? And we can't take that away from God. We cannot take that away from God because it really gives him the opportunity to help us to be who we're supposed to be. Remember, we are his children, right? When I um was going through this feeling this past week, I remember I just, like, I had to really leave it to God. I was like, Lord, like, am I disappointing you? 
am I letting you down? And I was like, I'm sorry that I, I'm letting you down. And I'm sorry that I keep feeling like I am. And what came to me was, you're my daughter. Like God was telling me, like, you are my child. You are my daughter. And I had to think about that when I was studying tonight. I, you know, had to look at that child to, to father, child to parent model, right? It's like, when you think of a child, a child is somebody who's not perfect, right? Children make mistakes. They fall. They hurt themselves. They, they do things they're not supposed to do but they get disciplined, they get corrected, they get helped. They're never left alone when it's time for them to receive that discipline for doing what they were, for doing what they did, right? And so it's like, we have to think about ourselves as God's children. God never leaves our side. He's always there. The minute that we ask him to be there, he is there, right? And he's Abba Father. He's our father. So that means that, you know, he wants to help us. He's there to help us. He's there to pick us up when we fall. He's there to to clean our wounds and put that Band-Aid over and kiss us and cuddle us and comfort us when we're feeling really down or, or sad or hurt, right? He's there to ease our pain. He's there to hold your hand along the way. He's there to teach you. Because... Part of growing up is making mistakes, right, and learning from those mistakes. But God is there to help us learn from those mistakes. He's there to help us learn from our flaws, right? And it's like the the word says that the Lord is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That means that God is literally there to show you where to go, right? Like, so that means that there's where you are right now is where you are supposed to be, right? And so I really had to realize that with myself because, like I said, I kept feeling like I wasn't where I needed to be in Christ. And that wasn't the case at all. I was like, I'm exactly where he wants me to be, right? It's not by mistake that I'm where I am now. And I have to stop being so hard on myself. And also to realize that his grace is really sufficient. His grace is so sufficient in my life. And that's why his power is made perfect in my weakness. And so then I was like, okay, what exactly does it mean to have God's grace, right? You hear this all the time, like the Lord is giving you grace. He's giving you grace. You have the grace of God. But what is the grace of God? And so I had to search it because, you know, as a Bible, as a Bible scholar, well, trying to be a Bible scholar, you have to study the things that you don't know. And so... I learned that the grace of God is undeserved favor. That's that knowing that God loves you. That's that knowing that God has his hand over you and he's always there to guide you. Like even before I took God seriously, y'all heard my testimony in my last, I think two episodes ago, when I was talking about how like God protected me from being shot at, right? And it's like, you... You have to realize that God's grace is really that undeserved favor, like, and it's sufficient. That's all that we need, and that's why nobody can be perfect, because God's favor is over our lives. So even when you do slip, 
and you feel like you're doing things that you shouldn't be doing, don't allow yourself to fall into that path of continuing to do those things. Pause and release it to God and ask him to help you. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to to help you work through that. That's why he's God. You can't hide you can't hide how you feel from him. You can't hide things that you go through from God, you know. Um, you can't hide your shame and your guilt. Nobody is perfect, and he doesn't expect you to be perfect. The only thing that he wants you to know is that you have to be complete and fulfilled in Christ. That's, that's what you have to be. But you cannot be this perfect Christian. If you were this perfect Christian, that means that you have fulfilled your purpose on this earth. And so he needs to just go ahead and take you right on up to heaven. There's no need for you to be here, right? And so, you know, I feel like a lot of times we are really hard on ourselves because we feel like we just have to, we have to do things this way. We have to do things that way. We have to be on this level with God. And it's like, this is a journey. It's a constant growing journey. There are things that you're going to do that you're not going to be happy that you did them, right? But you cannot hide those things from God. Like, you know how Adam and Eve try to hide because they ate of the forbidden fruit and they try to hide themselves from God? And it's like, what are you doing? You know, like, God is (laughs) all-knowing. He sees everything that we do. He knows everything. And so there's nothing that you can hide from him. The enemy tries to make you feel shame and guilt and he tries to make you feel like you can hide these things from God and that's what causes most people to keep falling deeper and deeper into the sin because it's like you're not realizing that if you just release it to God it gives God the opportunity to help you through it it gives God the opportunity to help you through it and so you know I feel like the only way that you can really disappoint God once you have stepped into Christ and stepped into the purpose that he has placed on you, once you have accepted God as your father, accepted Christ as your savior, the only way you can really disappoint God is by backsliding completely. And it's so easy to do that when you're feeling like you're disappointing and letting God down because then you feel like, you know, maybe I'm just not worthy of his love. Maybe I'm just not worthy to call myself a Christian. And so then it's like, well, I might as well just do whatever I was doing before. But no, that's not what you're supposed to do. That's not it at all. You can't really disappoint God when you are grounded in him, right? You can't disappoint God if you have him by your side because, again, nobody is perfect. Those things that we fall short in, he is there to give us his grace and he is there to help us. His power is in our weakness. Give him the opportunity transform your life give him the opportunity to help you through that right and you know I just I really wanted to make sure I share that with you all because it was something that I really struggled with for like a week I'm telling you I was really beating myself up about it and I had to realize like whoa the enemy is really trying to get in my head like that's his battlefield your mental is the enemy's battlefield and if you if you don't realize it he will take you down a path that you came out of and I had to really, like, snap out of it because I found myself, like, del- like literally. I was like, all right, maybe I'll just read my Bible a little later today or do I even want to read it today? Like, I remember asking myself that, and I just had to really, like, 
Snap out of it like, girl, get it together. Get it together. God loves you. He loves you no matter what. He accepted you as you were. Don't throw that away, right? Don't throw his love away. It would be like a slap across the face. Like, you have to be willing to learn from your mistakes. You have to be willing to be rebuked and corrected and disciplined by God. Anybody who runs from discipline and rebuke is a fool. It says that in Proverbs. I can't remember the exact verse, but just read the book of Proverbs. It talks about wisdom. And anybody who wants to be wise knows that it means you learn from your mistakes. And this Christianity relationship with God, it's a journey. Like you're constantly learning. And God is always there to hold you up. You might stumble, you might hit some rocks on this path, but he is there to hold you up and to keep you, he's there to keep you focused. Just ask him to help you. Like, the only way you can let God down is by not letting him help you, by turning back to the world. And like, don't do that because you have come so far, like, Whenever you start to feel those feelings, and this is me talking to myself too, like whenever I ever feel like I am disappointing and letting God down, I know I am going to my Bible. I am going to read Romans 3.23, Romans 15.7, 2 Corinthians 12.9, Romans 8.28. And I'm going to make sure that I understand that that perfection that is listed in Matthew 5.48 does not mean that I am a perfectionist. That doesn't mean that I'm expected to be a perfectionist. It just means that I need to be complete and fulfilled in Christ. Knowing that Christ is all that I need. He fulfills my every need. Right? And so, once you study the word, reflect. And give God praise. Because there's so much that we can praise God about. Right? Like, I remember I was feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm not as spiritually as close as I need to be with God. Like, what is going on? And then I had to reflect, like, girl, look how far you have come. Like, look at where you are now. You are so much further than you would ever even imagine. I am so much further than I ever thought I would be. And that's enough right there to give God praise. And I had to realize, like, you have to accept the season that you're in. There is a time and a season for everything. There is a time and there is a season for everything. And you cannot rush that by trying to be this perfect person that you are. And nobody is perfect. We are constantly always learning something. That's why when you read one verse one day and you read that same verse like a month or two from now, you learn something completely different from it. Right? Because there's always something to learn. There's always an area to grow in. And that's part of the journey. That's what makes it so beautiful because you're always learning. There's a closer level of intimacy that you get with God. And when you feel down and feel like you're falling short of his purpose, that's an opportunity for you to get closer to him. I mean, it certainly helped me get closer to him because I realized that I have to just open up to God. I can't hide how I feel from him. He already knows. He's just waiting for me to lay it out and talk to him about it. So I literally had to do that. Like, I literally sat on my couch and I was like, all right, God, like, this is how I've been feeling. What's up with it? Like, can you help me through this? And he just told me, you are my daughter. I am a child of God. 
He loves me. I am still worthy to be loved by him. I am still a Christian. Just because I feel like I'm letting him down doesn't mean anything. I felt like I wasn't studying the Bible the way that I should have. And I felt like that's part of why I felt, you know, oh my gosh, am I letting God down? But it's like, girl, there was a point where you weren't even reading the Bible at all. Look how far you've come. Give God the praise. Give him the praise because he brought you this far, right? And thank him. And like, even like this praying thing, like I even felt like, oh my gosh, I just don't spend enough time praying. It's like, you pray more than you have ever prayed in your life. Like in the past, I didn't spend more than one minute praying. Some days I never said a prayer. I never spoke to God. And now it's like, I don't let a single day go by without talking to God, right? And it's like, this is how far you have come. You are exactly where you need to be. And you have to trust and know that God will take you to the next level when you are ready, right? And he's, he's always willing to, to help you and be there with you, no matter what. But you have to be willing to accept the time and the season that you're in. You cannot rush God's glory. You cannot rush his transformation upon your life, right? Things happen, but that doesn't mean you allow it to let you down. Whenever you're feeling down, just release that feeling to God and let him do his work. Let him help you through it, right? Like, I had a situation with my car where, like, my car got banged up a little bit. Like, it's got some paint damage, and I remember feeling like, oh, my gosh, like, not only am I already having to deal with trying to figure out how I'm going to pay to get this fixed, like, why is this happening? I work so hard and I'm paying for my car. Like, I work so hard to have this car paid. And I had to just release that to God because I was starting to get really down about it. And it's like, you cannot store up riches on earth. The only riches that matter are the riches that you store up in heaven, right? And it's a material thing. It's a car. Like, the car functions. It's just paint damage. It can be fixed when God blesses you with the funds to fix it. Like, everything doesn't have to be perfect. And so I literally had to, like, get over that. So I'm like, it's just a material thing. Like, very silly of me to try to beat myself up about this, you know? And it's like, it doesn't change the fact that I have a car that's functioning and works perfectly fine, you know? So I just had to really learn to lean on God and allow him to comfort me, and allow him to elevate me, and take me to greater heights, right? He's amazing. God is our father. He's our comforter, right? He wants to be that person to hold our hand along the way. He wants to help you out of that funk that you're feeling. Whenever you feel like you're disappointing him, or you're letting him down, tell him. Tell him that. You don't have to run from him, I mean, he sees everything that you do, right? He knows everything. He already knows how you're feeling. He's just waiting for you to let it go. Let it go to him. Let him know what is up so that he can he can talk you through it. He can help you through it. That's why he's God. He's amazing. And he loves you. And so, you know, that's basically it for today's episode. I just wanted to really encourage you guys and motivate you because I found myself in this funk and I'm like, I know that I'm not the only person who feels like this sometimes, right? And it's like, there is no perfect Christian. There is none. Everybody has their flaws. Everybody has their things that they have to work on. That's why it's important to stay in the word. It's important to know that Christ is there, right? 
He's your redeemer. It's important to know that God's grace is over your life, right? It's important to know that God wants our imperfections. He wants us with those imperfections so that he can work on them, so that he can transform our lives and his glory can come out of it. That's part of what makes him God. That's what makes him God the Father, right? And so we can't, we can't beat ourselves up about trying to be these perfect people. Like, you can't be perfect. I mean, even in life, put, you know, Christianity aside for a second. Like, even in life, you can't be perfect in anything at all. Like, it's not possible, you know? And so it's important to realize the best thing you can do is just be the best that you can be. And when it comes to Christianity, just be as righteous and as holy as you can be. Right? Be as close to God as you can be. And it's a constant journey. And there's constant elevation. It's a level up. You have to sit. You have to reflect on how far you have come and thank God and give him the glory and give him the praise for where he has placed you. Right? Um, so yeah, that's basically it for today's episode. I really hope that you have been encouraged and don't beat yourself up. You are not alone and make sure that if you have not shared this yet with someone, share this episode with one to two people because I guarantee there's someone who needs to be encouraged, right? And if you haven't even started on that walk with God, You don't have to be perfect to start on your walk with God. So let this encourage you to learn who God is, to develop a relationship with him, because that relationship with God is what's going to help you through those imperfections. So that's basically it. Um, I hope you all enjoyed the episode today. If you are not subscribed to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, or Anchor, Make sure that you subscribe. Just search Just Me and God and subscribe. And you will be notified whenever we drop new episodes. Subscribe to us on YouTube at underscore underscore Just Me and God. And make sure that you are, you know, getting notified when we drop new episodes. I know I drop a lot of, like, other content, like Bible content, on my YouTube and my Instagram outside of just my episodes. So you definitely want to make sure that you are up to date on those. You are staying in tune with those because... I know a lot of people have been blessed by them, and I want you to be blessed too. But yeah, that basically wraps it up for tonight. I just want you to know that I love you. God loves you. You are not alone, and I want you to be encouraged. You got this. Hope you all have a wonderful night, and be blessed. Peace.